0: Hello and welcome to Science with Shweta podcast and I am your host Shweta. So today for the first time on our podcast, we have a medical student. So our guest today is Apurva, and Apurva is a medical student currently in her third year and she's here to share with us her journey so far. Today's episode is sponsored by Droid to Know It. Draw it to know it helps you master medical and biological sciences through clean diagrams and clear explanations. Droid to know it makes learning more efficient and engaging through drawings in a stepwise manner and narrated tutorials. You can also take quizzes and exams for quick review of key concepts and also learn through flashcards and clinical correlation. Visit Droid to know it website today and subscribe using our code SWS25 to get 25% off on any subscription. The link to the website and the code are available in the show notes. Hi Apurva, thanks for joining. Hi Shweta, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Yeah. So uh, I have to tell you that I'm really very excited for this episode because it's the first time I'll be uh, talking to a medical student. So, so far, I have had people who are from different backgrounds, but no one had really studied medicine. And I'm really very excited and looking forward to this episode. Uh, me too. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So Apurva, tell us more about yourself.
1: Okay, so um, I'm a medical student, like you said, and I'm studying in Zhejiang University in China. So it's in a city near Shanghai. It's called Hangzhou. I have been here for three years and uh, my course is about six years long. Uh And um,
0: I'm originally from India, but I used to live in Singapore before I moved here. Okay, so then you have been like out of India for like how many years now? Uh, Almost five six years yeah about five okay. six years and then you completed your prior studies in india itself or
1: yeah you... i did uh, i studied until 10th grade in india and i did okay. my last few months of 10th grade and 11th and 12th in singapore and after okay. that i moved to china yeah okay
0: so what got you interested in medicine like did you always wanted to be a doctor
1: uh, I've been interested in medicine for like a really, really long time. So okay. since like school time, I never liked math. I was always like super interested in bio. Mm-hmm. So like slowly this interest for biology, biology like it you know developed into an interest for medicine. So I um, did some job shadowing with some hospitals during my time in Singapore and I got to see some like really good clinical cases so that kind of like really pushed me and you know motivated me to you know finally go for medicine I'd already been working on my application around then but like you know just seeing some cases in a hospital really made it like yeah this is it this is what you need to do yes
0: it's nice so you always uh, had it in you and you knew that you wanted to do somewhere something in the field of medicine yes so but then back then in India when you were uh, still in India's Did you come across people who influenced uh, your decision on pursuing medicine or they really pushed you hard uh, or gave you an option, which is uh, just do MBBS? Because, you know, that's the thing in India, at least medicine and engineering are the first options for people there. That is true.
1: In Mm -hmm. India, not so much. Like, there was never any pressure from my family to either pursue medicine or engineering. But, like, it was just, like... An interest out of like all the subjects that I studied I liked bio the most and in school I used to do like best in bio since the beginning so I always thought that I want to do you know continue somewhere where I know I can perform well
0: yes I can imagine and it's always good to uh, pursue what you like to with the subject you like then you can always do good in that Yes. So it's maybe it's too early to ask, but like, have you decided which field you would like to specialize in after your MBBS?
1: I mean, uh, since the beginning, I have always wanted to go into neurosurgery, but like at this moment, it feels um, I'm not super sure about it. But I'm hoping when I have my rounds and like, not sorry, not my rounds, my internship years, I would have like a better idea about what I want to really specialize in. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I can imagine you're still in your third year and you have to explore a lot yet. So um, why did you choose to do your studies in China? Are there any specific uh, academic advantages of studying medicine in China? Uh,
1: Okay, so when I started my medical school application, my first option was UK. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was also applying to India and I was... China was actually my backup plan. So when I applied to UK, I got into a university called University of East Anglia, and uh, I wrote my entrance exams in India. But like the fees for UK seemed like a bit too expensive for me, because like to study for four or five years and pay so much, it just you know didn't seem like a very doable thing for me. So China, then my next two options were China or India. So Mm -hmm. with China, the Mm -hmm. advantage that I thought was present is that uh, first of all, there is not much ragging in China. I mean, not much, actually, there's zero ragging in China compared to India, which I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of ragging. And it's an
0: important point to consider, true.
1: Definitely, safety is very important. Uh, Then, other than that, we have, like, really good infrastructure here. There are very good, like, universities, My university is very very big it's really huge like i have a small bike that i have to ride to get from one end to the other end of my university and on top of that there's a lot of research opportunities in this university as far as i know india doesn't really focus so much on research like certain universities but like over here my university produces a lot and a lot of research papers every year Mm -hmm. and at the same time it is quite affordable because studying in a private medical college in India is as good as studying in UK. It's about the same price. And getting into a government college is very, very, very competitive. I do not want to waste like two, three years trying to write an entrance exam and clear it. So like overall, I felt like China was the best option for me.
0: And I mean, yeah, I I totally agree that in India, there is a lot of competition and the number of good colleges for medicine, at least government colleges are very few. So there's a lot of competition. Yeah. So but how does um, uh, the medicine thing work in China? So is it same like uh, the MBBS degree which we get in India and how for how many years do you have to study? Yeah, it's
1: uh, the same degree, MBBS, Bachelor of Medicine, Bachelor of Surgery. It is different from what they do in U.S., but like in the end, we are all doctors. This is a six-year course where the first year is basic sciences, and then from second year to sixth year, we have like um medical sciences, and we have our internship years. So, its structure is very similar to India, where we first have the theory, and then we have the internship years in the end, whereas in U.S., it's like a kind of a mix of both and especially in uk it's kind of a mix of both because like uk medical students have internships not internships actually basically like time in the hospital like since the beginning whereas yeah. over here yeah. in china it's almost the same as india so we
0: have two three years of medical sciences and then our last one and a half year is internship okay so uh, it's similar in that way and then also you can do your specialization after your mbbs yes okay so it's also for 2 years just like in india so the so what the is special, 2 years the, the uh, specialization, the specialization uh, it depends
1: on what you want to specialize in so like if you graduate from a chinese medical like from china then you have to write an exam to study continue studying or like do your internship in india like your job So as of now, it's called the FMGE, if I'm not wrong. So it's like a foreign medical graduate exam. And you have to clear that before you can work in a hospital in India. If you want to work abroad, for example, in US, then you have to clear USMLE. If you want to work in UK, you have to clear P-labs. So after you clear it, then you can choose like a residency program. And based on what you want to specialize in, it can be like two years or
0: it can even be seven years okay that's long (laughs) yeah quite long (laughs) okay so it's basically if you want to if you study in one country but you want to continue your further studies in a different country you always have to give this exam to yeah okay even to
1: continue within china you have to write an exam but the Mm -hmm. thing is as far as i know that the exam that you have to write is in complete chinese so Uh, If you are able to, you know, develop your Chinese to that level by the time you graduate, then yeah, definitely this is an option for you.
0: Okay, it's good. Yeah. And then are you learning Chinese then? (laughs) Yeah, I am. It's uh, actually (laughs) compulsory
1: to study Chinese when you're studying here. Okay. I don't know about other courses, but like for me, especially because we have internship years, which will be done in the Chinese hospitals. So all of our patients will be speaking Chinese. So by the time our internship years start, we have to uh, pass this exam called HSK-4, which -hmm. is like IELTS or TOEFL, which is like the English uh, language exam. So it's very similar to that. And we also have a speaking test, which is called HSKK. So the university um, gave us classes from first year to second year for the HSK-4. And then in our third year, we will have half a semester of medical
0: Chinese. OK. So it's good that the university is organizing this, so you learn it. Yeah, I think all universities in China uh, provide you with Chinese classes. Yeah. So are you enjoying learning Chinese so far? <laughs> yeah it's actually not so bad because like whenever
1: anyone hears chinese they're like oh my god this must be so hard Mm -hmm. but i think it's very doable like you can learn chinese and because over here you're forced to learn chinese like there's no option like oh you know if i speak to this person maybe they'll reply in english they probably won't so you know to survive you have to speak whatever chinese
0: you know so it definitely helps yeah Uh, But then, do people there understand uh, English or do they speak English? Um, Nowadays, quite a lot of people do. Like in Shanghai,
1: when you go to Shanghai, there will be a lot of people who speak English. In certain parts of Hangzhou, you might find people who don't speak English at all. And generally, you will find people who don't speak English at all. But like on campus, because we're all like university students, quite a lot of university students nowadays do speak English.
0: Mm -hmm. So, but then learning Chinese was not a requirement when you applied for your uh, studies in China.
1: Yeah, so when you apply to university, they don't require you to pass any language exams. When you, yeah, only when you come here, they teach you and ask you to pass an exam. Yeah.
0: Um, So we know about the basic languages uh, exams we have to give like TOEFL and IELTS. But uh, as far as I have heard, I have heard, I know that uh, if you want to study in Germany, then you should know German. At least you should know A and A2 levels. So that was not the requirement when you have to apply in China. So it's good to know.
1: I think that is because my course is taught in English. I do not know anything about the course because there are engineering courses that are taught in Chinese that are open to international students. So, I don't know what the requirements for those are, but generally MBBS throughout China, which is taught in English, they don't ask you to learn Chinese beforehand.
0: Okay, and how about the uh, writing? I mean, are you able to now write in the language or you can just speak? They do, they, te- they teach us how to read, write, speak, like okay. the entire language. <laughs> it must be so different, but then writing, like we have been used to write English and now you have to.
1: It is, it is a bit challenging in the beginning, but then,
0: you know, you just have to do it. There's no running away from it. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. So did you have to give any additional uh, exams for studying MBBS? Yes.
1: Uh, like in-
0: to clear some entrances so was there any requirement for studying medicine in china
1: no you just had to give in your like high school scores and if you you know if your high school education was not in english then i think you have to submit your ielts or TOEFL scores so i applied to this university through an agent so they collected all my information and they submitted to the university but you can also apply through this uh, portal called Uh, It's CUCAS. It's like C-U-C-A-S. It's like UCAS. So UCAS is like the UK application system and we have something called as CUCAS. That's what everybody calls it. So you just have to submit your high school scores. If you need to submit your English speaking scores. Yeah, it's quite simple and straightforward, actually. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, maybe I can also put in the link for description so that if anyone wants to study or apply for the MBBS in China, they can go through the link. Yeah. So, Apurva, what were your major challenges as a medical student? Um. Okay, so because I was studying in China, my major challenge was
1: Chinese in the beginning but after that I think it's the amount of coursework that you need to understand before you know the next semester starts. It it all seems a bit rushed I mean I'm sure they're not rushing it but it feels rushed to me because you know there's just so much content and there's never going to be enough time to fully understand and memorize all of this content. So even like weekends don't feel like weekends you just have to study every day. And, you know, we never studied like this in high school. Like, who studied every day in high school? So it was like a big change from, you know, studying every
0: other day to having to study every single day. Yeah. Yes. And I can imagine the vast syllabus that you have to cover in such a short time. Yeah. Yeah. You truly can't escape studying every day. If you don't, then you just pile up yeah. everything.
1: Yeah, definitely. It happens like all the time. If you skip one day of studying, then you're like, oh, no, today I have to do two days worth of studying. So it's quite (laughs) difficult.
0: So uh, what other challenges did you face as an international student in China?
1: As an international student, I feel like firstly, people will constantly question why are you studying in China? Mm -hmm. And even if they do, and even if it seems like, oh, you know, after I study in China, there might not be a lot of opportunities for me in the end. I don't think that's true. Because what happens to you after you finish, you know, university here depends on your actions. If you put in the effort to pass your licensing exams, then you will make it. So just because everyone says, oh, most people don't make it doesn't mean you also won't make it. And even if people look down upon you, I mean, they don't know what your situation here is. They Like people in India might be like, oh my God, you're studying in China, but they don't know like how good the infrastructure here is, what kind of research opportunities you have here. So whenever people give you their opinion about what you are studying, you must always remember that you are the one who like, you know, knows your own situation the best. They are just people looking from outside, judging what you are doing. So you must believe in your own decisions to you know study here
0: and like not give up. Yes. I totally completely agree with you Apurva, on this point because yes many times people have a perception and then they judge you and then you start feeling that oh is it not good enough or am I not doing good enough and at that moment you really need to believe otherwise then everything gets devastated and you should know that you can do it and you chose to do it so it's very important to believe.
1: And to add to that, I feel like living away from home is also like a major factor. Because over here, like food can sometimes be an issue if you're especially like a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. But like, even if it's like, you know, missing home or missing food, you must remember that it's just six years. You can get through these six years and then you can go back home or, you know, eat your food. Everyone has to struggle to get where they want. So you must, you know, just never give up. Yeah. (laughs)
0: So, but you said about this thing, uh, so did you also face uh, such questions, uh, major questions or perceptions from people that you are studying in China and in a negative way? Yeah, constantly. I feel like even my relatives sometimes are like, oh, when I actually
1: first told everyone that, oh yeah, I think I'm going to go to China, they're like, oh no, she's going to China? Great, what are you doing? So there's always going to be those like negative perceptions and there were quite a like there was this major point when i was like oh my god maybe this was not the right decision and maybe i should quit and you know drop medicine and do something else uh, but i just realized i wouldn't belong anywhere else because when i was like oh if i drop out then what do i study next i couldn't figure anything out like i didn't want to study anything other than medicine so at this point i feel like this was the best situation for me so i had to continue even if people you know constantly think it's oh it's china oh, you know all those negative
0: opinions but like
1: yeah
0: I think it's uh, this perception about China that we, at least Indians, have and we consider it as not good enough an option. But we really, like you said, don't know deep down what the situation is or how good opportunities they also have to offer. And it's not just about China. I can share it with you that when I decided to study in Netherlands, people were like, why Netherlands and why not US? So I think it's just so about US and India that Every other student wants to go and pursue their studies in US and we are not open to other opportunities. And if we are not open, that's still okay, but we don't even care and bother to stop and listen and check out like what other countries have to offer. So I can totally understand what you're saying. Yes, but it can be very, very demotivating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you deal with this Uh, such negativity from people or such perceptions
1: I actually uh, when I felt like dropping out especially because of you know actually one of my close friends dropped out from university because she felt like there were not enough opportunities after you know we graduate from here and that like really hit me hard because I was like oh my god I have to drop out I can't stay here anymore but like when I felt so like depressed and like unsure of what I'm doing right now I spoke to a lot of people before I made my decision so I spoke to my parents who immediately like panicked and were like oh my god you cannot drop out what are you doing And I'm like oh my god okay then I spoke to my older cousin brother who is also who studied medicine and just graduated this year he studied in Manipal so he was like oh you know you if you keep going I'm sure you can make it so in the end honestly I feel like you must believe that Even if some people could not do it doesn't mean you also cannot do it. Whatever you reap is what you sow. So if you put in the effort, you will get the results you want. So just because there are no examples for you to see that, oh, you know, somebody from my school did pass USMLE and get into US, it's a bit demotivating. It is a bit like, you know, oh my God, can I do it? But you have to continue. It's like either this or you do something that's completely unrelated to this. So you have to understand, like, are you truly passionate about medicine and, you know, pursuing this?
0: Yes, I can imagine. Also, medical field is so demanding and stressful. And then you have to deal with all of this post mm-hmm. your studies. It, it can be very depressing sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think you're doing great. and i wish you all the good luck and just believe in yourself like uh, you you are right now because i can feel that you have made up your mind and you'll do it very well when you get, go through this It's just a matter of 3 years from now
1: yeah thank you so much Mata. honestly i believe all of us have that one like really deep down thing like oh no everything's going downhill everything's just going to end now but yes. you must you know just come up from it and then even if so, i mean for me i felt like i wanted to continue medicine but there might be people who you know want to quit and don't want to pursue medicine and that is also totally okay if you feel like you would be happier in some other field or would do better in some other field then you should definitely go for it
0: yes yeah yeah i, I agree so medical is definitely not easy we know uh, and it's very demanding and challenging so how do you uh manage your time and your studies along with other activities, which you have to do every day.
1: Um, Okay, honestly, so like in an ideal world, I would be studying like seven, eight hours every day. But honestly, uh, it is hard to motivate myself to study when there are no exams coming up, which is like right now. So uh, I study about three to four hours every day after my classes. But during my exams, I study for 12 to 14 hours. And I know this is not like a healthy balance or anything, but this is like a system that usually works for me. So uh, I would suggest it is, you know, best to study every day after your classes, especially because, you know, you're still in the mood, you're still in that flow. So if you like take a break, like a big break after your classes, it's hard to get back into studying. And uh, yeah, usually I study four to five hours and weekends I tend to study a bit more About six hours, seven hours.
0: And yeah, during exams, it's
1: about 10 to 12 hours or something like that. Yeah.
0: So you have uh, lectures every day?
1: Uh, I don't have lectures every day right now. So my timetable changes every semester. As of now, like this semester, I have Thursdays off. So like on Thursdays, I usually go out to study in the morning. And then I study at like, I go out around 10 o'clock. And then I come back at six o'clock or seven o'clock. So I have like a full day of studying. Uh, And usually my classes aren't that long. It's like around 8 o'clock to 12 o'clock or some classes are 9 o'clock to 3.40. So it's not super long Mm -hmm. compared to I think in India some classes go on like from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So we generally don't have anything like that in this semester at least. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because I knew some of my friends in India who were uh, studying. Medicine and they had like you said very long hours of lectures and then at the end they didn't have much time for self-study So it's very mm-hmm. difficult to balance your studies Other studies. So Apurva I have seen your Instagram profile and it's really very nice. I really like it and you share some uh, Amazing note-taking techniques and also some tips for medical students on Instagram. So how did you get into science communication?
1: Thanks a lot, Shweta, for saying you like my account, because I put in a lot of effort. So uh, in the beginning, I used to follow a lot of study accounts from my personal account. So I would regularly see them. And I like to take uh, notes and like highlight textbooks. So I would take pictures and post them on my personal account. But like eventually, I decided, you know, I think I can just start a studies account, which is focused on what I'm doing right now. Because I thought like this would help me share my story because I honestly haven't seen many Instagram accounts which are of medical students in China. So I thought like by doing this, I give like a voice to everyone studying here and an opportunity for people who are thinking of pursuing medicine. Like, you know, China is also an option because Chinese universities are quite highly ranked. So uh, it was like, you know, to motivate myself and at the same time to show people what my life here is like. And at the same time, I feel like this uh, study community has kind of given me a lot of resources, like for my own studying. So I see certain accounts online and I'm like, oh, wow, I did not know about this USMLE resource. Now I have, you know, this extra resource that I can use. And then I also meet people like you, you know, I wouldn't have met you if I hadn't started this account. And I get to, you know, talk to different kind of people who are doing different courses and like get a broader understanding. So, yeah.
0: I think this is a very good uh, use of social media and good way to connect with you. Like you said, I wouldn't have found you because I found you you Because of your note-taking techniques, you know, I was looking for digital note-taking and studying and that's how I came across your account and I really liked it. And then I thought, mm-hmm. oh, she's doing great and we need to have her on our podcast. Mm-hmm. So I just uh, asked you, but I think you have a really, very nice account and I am truly inspired by your, uh, those in pictures which you share and the way you take notes <laughs> thank
1: you so much thank you i really appreciate it i actually got into digital note taking through certain accounts like i used to follow this account called just me studying and like mini studies and i used to just see them and i was like wow they use an ipad and their life is so efficient and they you know i yeah. studying using like digital noting this is so cool And like I was like, I need to get an iPad to get into this. And like, it really changed the way I study. It has made it so much more efficient. Yeah.
0: Yes, I think uh, I was more of a student who preferred writing notes, uh, use like on paper notes. And now I've also shifted to digital note taking. And I think it's very easy to manage things now. You always have your notes with you everywhere you go. Yeah. So it's nice. Yes but i really appreciate your effort and thought into this also that because many people are not aware and then you have taken a step so that people know more about studying in china mm-hmm. and i think it's it's very nice of you mm-hmm. to do that so do you have any tips and advice for young people who are interested in your career path or also for anyone who is interested in studying medicine in china um for that matter uh, just studying medicine abroad okay
1: so, I feel like you should do this if you are sure that you want to do this, because it's not like a short time commitment. Once you go into this, it's like a lifetime of studying and constantly, you know, giving in a lot of time and effort into your profession and course. Not like I'm saying that other courses and professions don't have this much work, but uh, I feel like medicine really. Um, pulls out a lot of energy and like it requires a lot of time so there will be a lot of stresses in your life there will be a lot of times where you'd feel like giving up but you must pursue this if you feel like yes i can bring myself back up i am capable of doing this and at the same time i know a lot of people say that medicine is very very hard and it is very very hard but it is not something that you cannot do everyone Actually, anyone who wants to put in effort and believes they can, you know, work hard can pursue medicine and can become a really good doctor. So just don't let the, oh, medicine is very hard. Medicine is like a lifetime commitment to pull you back from pursuing it if you really want to do it. Like in the end, it should be your passion. Like you should have this or nothing else. It should be like that if you really want to, you know, study medicine. Because studying abroad is a commitment of time, money, and like, you know, you sacrifice a lot of things. So you should just do it only if you really want to do it.
0: Yeah. 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 Also, I think when you become a doctor, you are dealing with the life and it's a matter of someone's life and death. So yes, it's mm-hmm. a lot of commitment and you have to be really very passionate about doing that so that you just do it in the bestest possible way because it, you have to save people's life right it's not a pressure but it's something that should come from you from inside mm-hmm. you so that you can go through it yeah yeah
1: yeah it's like if you're not doing your best and if you're not giving in your hundred percent you are you know risking somebody's life so yes. like from the beginning of med school to the very end of your career you just have to give in your hundred percent all the time yes
0: so um, Apurva, when you're not studying, what do you like to do? Are you into any sports?
1: Uh, I'm not sporty at all. I'm actually super unathletic and very <laughs> physically weak. <laughs> I uh, I like watching TV shows. I don't know if it counts as a hobby, but I really like to watch TV shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I like to read books whenever I'm free. Yeah.
0: And so, uh, favorite book. <laughs> Sorry. Any favorite book currently you're reading or? Like, is,
1: yeah. I was reading the when breath becomes air that was the last book i was reading have you heard of it it's like this book by um doctor who was diagnosed with cancer and it's like his story through how you know he had to deal with it it's actually quite interesting mm-hmm. yeah. uh, other than that um yeah, because sometimes because of my course, I don't have enough time to read. So I just watch TV shows like, you know, while I'm eating dinner, or when I'm eating lunch. And like, I go out with my friends a lot. Yeah, I like to go out. I don't study every day, like. 24-7 honestly because that's what some people think like medical students do oh we study <laughs> yes. the honestly I feel like I go out more than I study like I'll just go out to some place to study maybe or like go out just for dinner go out for lunch so it is so necessary to take a break from your studying because otherwise you completely drain yourself out so yeah I, I definitely take some time out to chill between studying yeah Please.
0: So, any favorite uh, TV shows or do you watch any series on Netflix?
1: Yeah, uh, I have actually finished a lot of series recently. I'm currently (laughs) watching Game of Thrones. I'm on season 5. And uh, I finished watching Rick and Morty recently. And uh,
0: I watched Big Mouth. I don't
1: know. I watch a lot of shows. (laughs) Yeah, I love
0: these shows. I mean, yeah, Game of Thrones and Rick and Morty. It's fun. Have you seen Rick and Morty? Yes. (laughs)
1: I love it it's I think it's my favorite cartoon show it's amazing <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> So I have a very cliche question for you but Chinese food or Indian food
1: <laughs> Oh definitely Indian food oh my god <laughs> I miss home food so much I'm not even a good like cook or anything I'm not very like gifted in cooking like my mom's really good at cooking mm-hmm. but I am not so good so like I really really miss home food There are a couple of Indian restaurants in my city and there's one like really near my university now, but you know, it's not the same as home food.
0: No, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um,
0: So I have a question for you. Uh, I know you always wanted to be into uh, this and you always wanted to be a doctor, but if not, then what other uh, career you think you would have chosen or you would like to pursue other than medicine? Oh, this is so nice. I really like this question.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, if not medicine, I have thought about becoming a writer because I really love reading and sometimes I like to write. Although I also thought, I considered fashion designing for a while, but when I told my Indian parents that I want to do fashion designing, they were like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's see. But yeah. And I actually really like hotel management, like managing stuff but yeah again you know in parents like wait what
0: yeah so <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> yeah but it's like very diverse from uh and you have so yeah. many options in your and that's nice
1: yeah i mean i've always thought of myself to be a bit of a creative person but in the end it was just like you know medicine and my parents never pressurized me to do medicine my parents were actually against it they were like oh no don't do medicine it's like you know a really long commitment and it's going to take a while why don't you do engineering instead and i was like Uh (laughs) yeah they're like don't do medicine do engineering i'm like okay no i'd rather do medicine but yeah
0: okay then this is a very good thing because most of the time it's the parents who influence the decision of their kids to pursue medicine but it's good that you didn't have it so are there any three people with whom you would like to go for dinner any famous personalities may they may be movie actors or writers or any other person whom you would like to go on a dinner with like those famous personalities
1: oh, wow okay um i want to go for dinner with just three people mm-hmm.
0: you can say more
1: <laughs> uh i really like chris pine okay yes captain america mm-hmm. and uh and Hathaway. yeah I mean, I know they're all actors, but, like, I would really like to meet all of these people. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like Bella Hadid a lot, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know this is, like, a science uh, podcast, but, like...
0: (laughs) These are to focus your other side and just to tell everyone that researchers, medicine students also have a life. And we are not geeky students and we do some other stuff. we also do exciting stuff on our life so this doesn't have to be focused on science (laughs) (laughs) okay so is there anything else you would like to add some tips anything to do and mistakes to avoid for our listeners
1: okay i mean this is not just for medicine students. this is for like anybody who is pursuing anything like if you believe that you can do well in what you are doing And if you feel like you're capable of putting in the effort and getting the results you want, you should really go on no matter what anyone says. Yeah. Yeah. If this is what your dream is. Because in the end, when you're like old, you should be
0: doing what you want to do rather than, you know, just getting through life. Yeah. I think this is very important. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Apurva, and for sharing your journey so far. It was really a pleasure talking to you. I'm sure listening to this episode and the tips you shared about studying medicine, notes taking, and also science communication will help our listeners. And you are truly an inspiration for them. Also, thank you so much for clearing so many myths about uh, studying in China. And I wish you good luck for your studies, and thank you for joining.
1: Thank you so much for having me, thank you.